Hi, my name is Lashai Barnes Butler. On August the 9th, while at my mom's house doing her hair, I would do her hair every Saturday night and Sunday morning for church. It was about 11 o'clock, so I got a late start when I was doing her hair, getting her ready to prepare for church. I left her house unexpectedly early because me and my brother had a few words and my mom just said, come back to my house tomorrow. I said, mom, I only have two curls left to put in your hair. Just let me finish. She said, no, no, no. She said, just come back tomorrow. So me and my sons, we left. One of my sons at the time was in fifth grade. My oldest son, Adam, as we were driving home, we were talking about what happened. Now I live maybe about 12 miles from my mother. And once I got home, I was maybe a thousand feet from our home. So when I was driving home, if there was a car in front of me, there was a black car in front of me. And on the opposite side, there was a white truck. Now I noticed it and normally I never notice a lot of stuff because I just don't pay attention to cars. I just go where I need to go. And if you're in my peripheral vision, I'll see you and if not. So when I was driving home, I looked up, it was like something said, look up. And so I looked out and up and I saw a white truck coming. The light was on inside of the truck. And I saw the person head down like this. And then the car in front of me, it seemed like the person that was looking down may have started to drift over the yellow line. The car in front of me, they were about to have an accident. I thought, I thought. And so I pulled over to the only place I could pull because there wasn't any yards where I live at. It's either hills, you go up a hill to get to your driveway or you go down. So there was nowhere else for me to go. So I pulled close to the edge. If I would have, there was a fence right there, like a wood fence. I pulled close to it as possible. Never ever did I know that there was a drop to go down to a house. Thank God the back of my car hit it and broke the fence. So my son said, mom, why did you pull over? And I looked at him, I said, Adam, I said, they're gonna have an accident and I don't want any part of it. And before I could turn my head back, I felt up just like that, like that, right? And I said, Adam, were we hit? But it was like I went unconscious. And I said, Adam, was we hit? I said, help me get out of the car. Well, I was in a Jaguar and you know how strong that metal is. It, all the metal came in on my side. They hit me on my side. I think it was an F-350, one of the big trucks, and it smashed my whole side in. I wasn't aware of that when it happened. My right foot was trapped between the brake and the accelerator. The metal came in and closed in on my ankle. I couldn't get free. And I didn't know at the time the impact from the accident opened the airbag on the side of the door. So you know where the seatbelt come out and that little hook right there? There was an airbag there and I didn't know that it hit me here in my head and bust my head open. I had no clue. So I was like, Adam, help me, help me get out. And my son, the steering wheel came out and some kind of way his shoulder joint went in behind his back. So he couldn't do anything. He was screaming in pain and his arm was cut. That's all I remember. That was it. And I went unconscious. Apparently, there was a lot of people working around me. The fire trucks had come. And later on, my son said there was a lady that had a cell phone that let him call my husband. Now I was just a thousand feet away from our home. 
when this happened. So my neighborhood is really quiet, but my husband didn't hear it. You don't hear a lot of stuff. We live in the rural area, so the houses are spaced. When I was unconscious and I wasn't aware that I was unconscious, I remember being in this place. It was dark, but I could feel people. It's like I was in an auditorium when we were in school. And I remember being like, I went to the bottom and there was like something you can hold your hands onto. And I remember there was a big, big, big mass of choir. I could not see them. I can hear the voices and it sounded massive. It was like a whole lot of people singing. And I remember singing with them and the song they were singing is, there is no secret what God can do. What he's done for others, he'll do for you. And I was singing that whole song with them. And I was swaying from side to side as if I was swaying with the choir. It's as if I knew everybody was going the same way. I can feel people around me, but I couldn't see nobody. I felt peace. I felt love. I felt joy. It was like nothing that I can explain. I couldn't see nobody, but I could feel like there was people next to me. And it's as if we were at a concert or something. I didn't physically see a person, but I felt it. And maybe in the distance, far away, it was all like a grayish, not a light light, but like you dim the lights really low and you could see in the distance. But I was so focused on the choir. Now, it took them an hour to cut me out of my car. But that time I was immersed with the choir and they were singing, it was so beautiful. And I remember after my awakening, I told my husband, I told my mom, I said, oh, I was with this choir. I said, they were singing, there is no, and it didn't sound like we sung it when we were growing up, because when we were growing up, I was raised in church, went to church every Friday night, every Sunday, and sometimes through the week for Bible class. But this song was so beautiful, and I would say it was so many voices in the choir. And for many days after my accident, I can wake up and I can hear, when I wake up, I can hear the choir singing. And it would be different songs for a long time. I didn't remember anybody working on me. I have pictures my husband was taking. I remember none of these people working on me. It was about 12 people trying to get me out of the car. When they extracted me from the car, I screamed. I screamed so loud because my body separated. That was the only time when she kind of shook me to wake me up. And between that time and cutting the roof off, cutting the door off, I never heard a sound. I was back with the choir. When I went to the hospital, no one had ever told me that I was bleeding. I lost six pints of blood, so I lost a lot of blood. When I was in the emergency room, I never cried. I was at peace. I was never afraid. And when they took me for surgery, I was at peace. I had never in my life been at peace like that. And I felt this overwhelming love. I never felt that before. Before I went in um, for surgery, I was at such a peace that I prayed for the doctors, the surgeons before the surgery. But I felt this overwhelming love of just peace. Now, I'll tell you something. You know, after my accident awakening, I went to a skilled nursing facility and I stayed there for months. Before the car accident, I was talking to my oldest sister and I'll tell you about the power of words. 
I was talking to my oldest sister on the phone and I said, Tammy, I was exhausted. I was working a mother and going to school full time to get my license to become an instructor. I wanted to become a, a teacher for anatomy and physiology and an instructor. And so I told my sister in my mind, I was thinking a cruise to the south of France on a yacht. This was my thought, but I never said that. I said, I want somebody to cook for me, clean for me, exercise me, bathe me, shampoo my hair, feed me, all of this stuff, right? And within 48 hours, I ended up in the skilled nursing facility. Well, I was wearing diapers. The people had to clean me, bathe me, shampoo my hair. They exercised me, they massaged me, and they fed me. Everything that I had told my sister that I wanted. But I didn't say on a cruise, it happened. I was like, oh my God, I didn't mean it like that. And then the thought came to me, well, that's what you said. So after my getting myself back together, I would talk on the phone to someone for business. And in my mind, when I talked to them, I would see their face. And I met them in person. I was like, wow, you look just like I thought you did. Never knowing this person, right? And I was like, wow, how did I know that? So one day, my husband bought a restaurant from his brother in, in 2015. And so it took me a while before I was able to go because I was in a wheelchair. But I had this, this thing going on in me that I just, what was that about? I would see like light, like little flashes of light. It had started happening after my car accident. One day after I got myself back together again, and I began to walk. I went to the restaurant a few times and I would never stay long. But this one day I was at the restaurant, this lady and a man came into the restaurant and I felt that feeling, the feeling that I felt that love, that peace, that joy, all of that. I felt it on my face. I literally felt it, right? It was warm. It was just like, I was like, what? What is that? And then I said to the people, I know what I said, excuse me can I say something to you? And a man and a wife, and they say, yes. I said, you have ancestral energy connected to you, right? And I'm saying in my head, what the heck did I just say? I never used that word before in my life. And then I went on to say, I feel a female energy. I never, ever in my life said anything. I feel a female energy. What's a female energy, right? So I'm asking myself in my head, what did I just say? And I said, I feel a female energy. And I did my hand. I said, she's about this tall. And she looks like this and her hair is like a brunette. And she wore a flip down in the front. And I said, personality, the texture of her skin. And he said, oh my God. He said, you're not going to believe it. He pulled out his cell phone. He said, we just left her at the cemetery. That's my grandmother. And I said, what the heck? I told my husband, I said, something weird just happened. Something weird. I told him that. I told my sister and my mother. I didn't tell other people. And then it started coming. I started documenting it. People coming into the restaurant. I can feel this feeling is love. I do believe that the spirit part of the body is a connection to the love because it's something. I can tell people. It's a knowing now. At first, it's just a feeling of the touch, but it's a different feeling. And it's a knowing where I can feel the peace. It is not the body, it's the energy body that I can feel. What came to me, Hebrews 12 and 1, the great cloud of witnesses. 
And I took it as the spirit part of the body become part of that, a great cloud of witnesses because energy never dissipates. The spirit never dissipates. I believe that when we leave the physical form, we're still working because I can feel them go on places. And then I'll say something to the person. I could be in grocery stores, on the phone, just talking to people, and I could feel it. After that accident, my prayer life totally changed. My giving increased to feeding 100 homeless people a day. I started just like overwhelming, like giving. I've always was a giver, but not like this. It was like excessive. And I was doing this every day for years. But this was only after the accident. Everything heightened with helping and giving. I would like to say that death is not the end. I'm very thankful and grateful to Father God for even allowing me to transition. And I don't know if the trauma of my accident blacked out a lot of stuff. I don't remember, but I do remember that. I do remember feeling, I could feel people. And it was just a knowing like, okay, I can't move no further this side because somebody's right here. It wasn't like I was by myself. It's as if we were in an auditorium and it was filled with people. That's what it felt like. But it was love and peace. I can still feel it. And every time I tell somebody something, it's only because I can feel that. It's a feeling that comes with it. I said, oh, I can feel blah, 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 blah.